1: Good morning, everyone, and I apologize. I'm usually late, but not this late. And we're joined, of course, by Chris Terabasi from the Medical Health Associates of Western New York, uh, Colleen, Dr. Colleen Matamor. Thank you for being here, Colleen. Our note nurse, Rachel Balanchino. Yes. And, um, well, it said Matt, you're not Matt. Dana. Dana, Dana <laughs> I'd have to say your name right. Charzik. And. The star of the show, beautiful five month old Reese. Look at that child. I have three grandchildren. One is 10 months. Here's what he said. I shouldn't do it, but I'll brag. So they showed him a picture of the count, you know, on Sesame Street. Yes. And he went, ha, ha, ha. Mm. All right. Now, this is all about the kids and making sure they get the medicines they need. And so, as we know, uh, Western New York has been walloped with snow and cold the past two weeks. And with cold weather, brings the risk of respiratory viruses that particularly affect our children and our babies. Uh, From the flu to COVID, um, we have seen these viruses, but what brings me here today is a particular virus called RSV. Now I'm gonna say the name once, no one knows that middle S word. Um, It's called respiratory syncytial. 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 Syncytial virus, RSV. So with the cold, there's an increased risk of RSV, which hurts the kids particularly. It's dangerous to them and to the elderly. Now, the best way to protect yourself from this disease is get vaccinated. I get vaccinated every year. Um, I encourage everyone to do so. And many people do not know that if you're on either Medicare or Medicaid, the vaccines are free because of the work we did in what was called the IRA. And I forgot to button my tie. Sorry about that. Anyway, so those vaccines are free for anyone on Medicare, over 65 or on Medicaid. But when it comes to the RSV vaccines that protect our children, many of our pediatricians, like those here at this great clinic, Western New York Pediatrics, are in impossible situations. Why? There is a severe shortage of this must-needed RSV shot. Uh, it's called Bay Fortis. And parents are in agony. When they know their kid might have it or going to get it, and they can't find the va- vaccine, there's nothing that you ache more than you worry about your children, as um, first name again? Dana. Dana will tell you. And even Reese would tell you if she could talk. Um, the RSV vaccine is brand new. It was just developed last year. And it's sort of a miracle that everyone's excited for, because it, it did so much good um, with virtually no bad side effects. So it's a very good virus. Um, and what, But many Western New York parents are coming in to try and get the shot for their kids and told they must wait weeks or even months because of the severe shortage of this new vaccine. It's true nationwide. The demand has surpassed the very limited supply, and the RSV cases uh, have slowed a little bit recently, but in cold weather it's worse. Why is it worse? Because people are indoors, so the virus spreads much more easily. So the colder it is, the more likely we are to get it, and we have had a very uh, tough few weeks with snow and cold here in Western New York. And so I am today launching a two-pronged plan to help Western New York and all of upstate New York get uh, this virus uh, vaccine, which is so necessary. It's a two-pronged plan to help address the vaccine shortage we're seeing here in Western New York. Now, first, I am sending a letter to the CDC, it's a copy of the letter. See it? See it, Reese? <laughs> what a cutie. Where'd you get that cute she little just learned ball? That to read. <laughs> <laughs> very smart and cute at the same time. She's both smart and cute. Anyway, um, uh, so I'm sending a letter to the CDC and FDA saying get the shots to the places that need it most. And we in Western New York are at the very top of the list in terms of needing it most. Get it into the hands of physicians um, so that they can get the vaccine and give it out to the kids right away. Get the shots out fast. The feds are trying to do this, but they, they already expect, and they expect 230,000 new doses to be available. We want Western New York to be at the top of the list because we have the greatest need here. Because as I said, the colder it is, the more likely um, it is that you need the vaccine because when you're indoors, the the virus spreads. So get that new batch out. But second, I'm also calling on the manufacturers to work with the federal government to speed up production of this vaccine. Given the cold weather, given the great demand, and given that RSV can be serious, we need them to speed things up ASAP. That means the feds have to work with the manufacturer so that the supply lines are uh, moving more quickly because they need certain ingredients to make that vaccine and some of those ingredients are slow. Okay, manufacturers and feds can work together to ensure that bureaucratic hurdles and regulatory hurdles aren't getting in the way of getting the vaccines out. Make sure those supply chain issues don't persist so there won't be another spike in the shortages. Here at Western New York Pediatrics alone, staff has been forced unfairly Uh, has has unfairly been forced to make decisions on who gets the vaccine and who doesn't. That's not right, and that's not fair, and good doctors and good nurses don't want to have to make that choice. That's like triage, and that's a bad thing. There have been parents looking to pay cash up front to expedite to get the uh, the vaccine, and I know that Western New York Pediatrics is certainly not the only local office dealing with these problems. We can't let this become a crisis. With everyone working together, we can prevent these shortages. As a grandfather of three beautiful young children, five, one and a half, and 10 months, um, there's nothing more terrifying for a grandparent or a parent than the thought of them getting sick, and getting sick with something that's fairly serious, RSV. And so we don't want that stress for the parents waiting and we certainly don't want the kids who need the vaccines and the babies and the vaccines not to get it. I've known people whose babies only a few months old are spending more than a week in the hospital. The babies suffer from collapsed lungs and they need oxygen. They need a little mask. I've seen a picture of one uh, from a friend of mine um, to keep their, keeping their, and their parents stay at vigil over bedside, worried that breathing will stop. One of my friends whose kids had this stayed up all night because you're worried if the breathing stops. God forbid, God forbid. Um, One mother in Western New York who was waiting on the vaccine for her child, um, and while they were waiting, the child got sick with RSV. They're okay, but that was terrifying to them. So we need all hands on deck. One, with the existing vaccines, go to the areas that need it most. Western New York at the top of the list. Number two, get those supply chain bumps eradicated so we have more vaccines and everybody could get it. Um, parents should never have to hear there's not enough medicine to keep their babies safe. RSV is treatable. It is treatable. And we recommend people get the vaccine, no side effects. Um, but we need our hospitals and our medical, uh, and our medical clinics to uh, have a steady supply. With that, I'm going to call on on our first guest. Are you, doctor? Are you? uh, No. Are you first? Thank you, Colleen. You're first. Okay. Our great doctor and head of yes.
0: Hi. Um, Thank you very much for coming. Thank you, Senator Schumer, for calling attention to this. You know, from the pediatrician end, I just can't emphasize some of the words that were just said about how serious RSV can be if babies, especially if babies get this. In many of us, it just can be a common cold. It's, it's a virus that sticks up in, in our noses, causes congestion, a tickly throat. But in many people, especially babies, it can travel down into the airways. It can infect your big breathing tube, your smaller breathing tubes, and then your lungs. So you get this horrible cough, this tight, wheezy um, congestion that babies can get. They struggle to breathe. And then if it's in their lungs, that's pneumonia that's been talked about. And then it interferes with oxygen exchange in those babies and they can't eat, they can't bottle or nurse if they're breastfed. So it's really, really a bad disease. It's highly contagious. And with this vaccine it's actually a shot. It's um, given to babies. It's a one and done. It's given to babies eight months and younger when during respiratory season. So eight months and younger, from October through like, I'd say March, if you're that age, that's who is supposed to get this this shot. And it's passive antibody, so we're actually giving these babies antibodies against RSV. So when they get the infection, because it's really contagious, the RSV goes in, they're already armed with antibodies, the antibodies neutralize the RSV virus, and they have a very mild infection. It's 80% effective in decreasing hospitalizations. It will decrease the burden on our healthcare system. Oshai Children's Hospital has been overwhelmed. Um, so it's, it's a wonderful product. It's a wonderful way to prevent RSV, which is a really highly contagious, serious respiratory illness. Um, and as Senator mentioned, our barrier was at not getting enough vaccine or shot to offer our babies.
1: Thank you, Dr. Matamor.
0: Yes. She
1: knew it very well. Mm -hmm. And one thing she should mention, I didn't mention, it's highly contagious. And if you're an adult, you think you have a cold. (laughs) But your child could be susceptible to something far more serious, which is RSV, okay? All right, next we have a nurse here, uh, Rachel Balanchino. Rachel, thank you. you.
0: Hello, all. My name is Rachel Balanchino. I'm the nurse supervisor here at Western Pediatrics in charge of ordering vaccine and supply. Um, Thank you all for being here to shed light on this important topic. Um, Just as far as my perspective, this has been unlike any previous experience in regards to availability of the RSV shot, um, making it impossible at times to have adequate supply for our patients in need. We need help with accessibility of the RSV shot, so pediatric offices like Western Pediatrics can help safeguard our most vulnerable patients like Reese. So, thank you.
1: Thank you, nurse. And now we have the star of the show, Reese and beautiful Dana who fell asleep. Look at those little beautiful fingers. I love kids.
2: (laughs) I can only speak to our experience, but um, Our daughter Reese is five months old and she has down syndrome. And so we were especially concerned of her being at a higher risk. Um, We also have a two year old son at home who did get sick with RSV when he was 10 months old. So we fully could understand the severity of her potentially getting sick with RSV. Um, So as soon as we could, um, you know, we were very persistent in trying to follow up with anyone we could to, to find the proper dosing for her so that we could do as parents as much as possible to hopefully protect her from, um, like, like as you said, hospitalization or something more serious. So um, we can't thank um, everyone here at Western New York Pediatrics enough for um, going above and beyond and finding, um, you know, the right dosing for her so that she could have it in, back in November. Um, and uh, we are very grateful as parents that we you. did as much as possible. Thank you. And we hope other parents, too, can have that advantage.
1: That was great. Well said. Thank you very much, Dana. You're a good natural here, <laughs> <laughs> as is Reese. <laughs> OK, we'll take questions on this subject.
0: Yes, um, so yes, and, and Rachel can speak to this. So we've had a, an, we've been allocated the, vac, the shot. It's, really, it's, a, it's not quite a vaccine, it's a shot, because you're giving babies antibodies, which is a beautiful thing. So usually Rachel would order vaccine based on patient need. We have this many babies, this many need it, we place the order, it's delivered. What happened is the bottom fell out, and there was a shortage of nircevimab or Bayfortis, and all of a sudden we were told you can't get what you ordered you can only get small amounts and it varied from week to month so that every day we have a board in the back that so shows how many we have like right now we only have one left for babies
1: hmm.
0: one left and, um, and how
1: many patients do you see we had a week five year?
0: babies today
1: yeah there you go so
0: and and Rachel struggles because it's just not there So, yes, we've had to allocate, and the AAP, American Academy of Pediatrics, the CDC, has set some guidelines to help pediatricians because it's a horrible position to be in to make that decision.
1: Yeah. So the shortage, as you can see, is pretty severe. This is not just a little...
0: Is there any is supply coming back to you? I mean, that one just the, have to expect? It I don't know if, if you've heard anything, but the yeah. AP did it. I looked yesterday. And, that's the Association it, of pediatricians. pediatricians. So it's a national organization. They're hoping there will be um, more supply at the end of January. But that's all we know.
1: Yeah. And if they speed up the supply chain, we won't have this problem again. So that's what they've got to do. It's not just the manufacturer of this. It's called Bay Fortis. Different chemicals go into making the vaccine, and there's a shortage of them. So that's what they need to speed up. Any other questions on this well, subject? Go ahead. Are
0: they going to be money funding?
1: What do you think? It's not it in money. It's, I mean, they can adv- we can advance money that they get paid back once they have the disease, once they have the uh, vaccine, but it's really just getting them to work more, uh, more around the clock. Keep the factories open. Keep the supplies going. Don't be nine to five because it's an emergency. Okay. Has it it
0: peaked here? As far as you think anyone's going to have another spike? Um, Right now, you know, according to the recent data on NPR this morning, you know, it's slowing down. I know that Oshai, they're wonderful. They communicate with the pediatricians locally about what they're seeing in the ERs, their admissions, and it's still. in relative crisis mode with the respiratory illnesses. It's not just RSV, but COVID and the flu. Okay. I was going to ask, is
1: this an RSV vaccine-specific issue, or is it a supply chain issue? It's a supply chain, but the RSV is particularly short, and it's more dangerous, frankly. RSV is more dangerous if it gets into the baby's lungs. So it's both. More of a shortage, more of a severe need.
0: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?